0: eight of the Money Pilot Financial Advisor podcast. Today, we're going to talk about net worth, which often comes up in financial planning. Your net worth is calculated by taking the value of your assets, that's what you own, minus your debt, which is what you owe. What does that really mean? Today, we'll start with a look at your assets, all the things you own, We'll cover debt in our next episode, not number nine, then wrap it all up in episode 10. To get an idea of what an asset is, you can look it up in a book or on the internet. You'll see all kinds of specific categories, usually based around accounting. You'll see durable, consumable, fixed, intangible, blah, 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 but it really doesn't need to be that complicated. Today, I thought we'd talk about the different kinds of assets you might own how they play into your life, and how they can affect your decisions about how you spend your money. We'll talk about how we place value on things, how the value of what we own changes, and what's important to you in life. To kick off our exploration of your assets, we'll start with some questions. So question number one, is this a physical thing or something like an experience? We're gonna start off talking about physical assets, things like cars, houses, cash, or investments. Question number two, how long is this thing gonna last? Will it be around for the long haul? That can affect the value you place on it, or is it going to fall apart quickly and become obsolete or have almost no value? Question number three, Does the value of this thing tend to go up or down over time? So cars and trucks and fads are notorious for basically only going down in value. We say things like this, that go down in value over time, depreciate. You know, you buy a brand new car and the minute you drive it off the lot, it's got a big drop in price, especially for the first two years. Houses tend to appreciate over time. You gotta appreciate that, right? Of course, it can depend on the market. If you had bought a house in Silicon Valley before it was Silicon Valley, you could have made a killing. On the other hand, if you bought a home near a military base, only to have that base close or be repurposed, its value could really drop as the jobs left. And then there was the housing crash of 2008 where just about overnight the values of homes across the market tanked. Overall, a house tends to appreciate over time. So do investments like stocks and bonds. Stocks in particular tend to appreciate quite a lot in the long haul. All right, question number four. Is the value of your asset volatile? That is, it, does it go up and down? So I mentioned that housing prices tend to go up most of the time and up and down swings are generally less frequent. Stocks on the other hand can be quite volatile. It sort of depends on the stock, but some have major ups and downs hour by hour, day by day, so they are less predictable in the short term. In return for accepting this volatility and risk, the value on average tends to grow more in the long-term than other assets. As far as a stable value, cash is definitely king here. Cash prices don't change. The dollar you have in the bank today is a dollar you're gonna have in the bank tomorrow. So that's why people tend to wanna keep a certain amount of cash, especially if you're going to need it soon. If you need it tomorrow, possibly for an emergency or something, cash is the way to go. Question number five, how valuable is this thing to you in particular? Not just the dollar value, but how do you yourself value something? So for instance, you might really enjoy that coffee you had with a close friend at home. You had a nice chat and enjoy the experience together. The coffee grounds and the water didn't cost you much, but it may be something you really valued. Compare that to a latte that you wolf down as you're rushing to work. You might not even remember it the next day. Not much value there. Or maybe that latte you stop to buy on the way home to the kids and sit in your car to sip for a few minutes alone is all that's between you and going just a little bit crazy right now. That might be priceless. These ideas are the same for bigger things too. If you could, which would you do? Buy a new car or go on a big adventure with friends or family? It depends on how you value something. Question number six. How does the asset's value change with inflation? So the benchmark here is cash again. The cash value of a dollar obviously doesn't change, but when there's inflation, what you can buy with your dollar tomorrow is less than what you can buy with the same dollar today. I mean you only have to spend a few minutes with one of your grandparents and bring up the subject of what a loaf of bread costs today. And they'll go on and on. Oh boy, when I was a kid, a loaf of bread cost a dime. And now I go to the store and they want a dollar 50 for the same thing. So yeah, if you had a dollar in your grandparents' day, you'd be golden. You'd have 10 loaves of bread worth of money there. Today, that dollar won't even buy you one loaf of bread. On the other hand, some appreciating assets like stocks and bonds tend to outpace inflation, so their value actually goes up faster than inflation, giving you more buy- buying power, not less, which is great. Question number seven Is there a cost to upkeep? You know, a home is great right up until the heating and air conditioning system goes out and you can be out $5,000 for a replacement. Roofs wear out and can cost another 10 to 20000 And then there's also the little things like plumbing leaks and broken windows that add up. An investment with upkeep costs, like a home, may still be a good value, You just want to keep in mind that these costs will pop up and you'll need to save some money aside to deal with it. Cars and boats are examples of things that need upkeep or they may lose even more value than they already do. Okay, question number eight. Can you sell this on short notice if you need to? Can you turn your asset into cash? If you can, We call this asset liquid. Selling a home is not quick. If you've ever done it, you know it takes months of having it on the market, or sometimes even longer, and even when you have a buyer, it's usually at least 30 days till closing and getting your check. And then, 6-7% of the selling price has been shaved off to pay the realtor a commission. Stocks and bonds usually are quick to sell. You can get cash and get them in your bank account within a few days pretty easily. And then again, cash is the king of liquidity. If you've got cash in your savings account, you can get to that right away. So now that we've thought about these questions about assets, you can use that knowledge to help you make decisions on how to spend your money. What are some examples that might come into play? Let's say you need a dependable car to get to work. You love having a brand new car. The new car smell, the full warranty, friends stop calling you rent a But new cars don't hold their value. It's pretty much like going off a cliff in the first two years. Well, that's a, a cliff in value, hopefully not the car itself. And so from that perspective, they're not a good investment but you still need to get to work, you may decide it's really important to you to have something super dependable, and maybe status is important to you. So based on your values, you may decide to buy a brand new car. Or you may decide you'd really like a new car, but would rather spend some of your money on something that will go up in value. So maybe you decide to buy a like new used car and save the rest toward a down payment on a home, a college fund for a child, or your retirement. Speaking of homes, they're a huge purchase and make up an outsized portion of whatever you have, like having a lot of your eggs in one basket. So if your circumstances change, remember, houses aren't liquid. You can't make a quick sale. And if the housing prices are down then, selling at a loss could have a huge impact on the savings you've made over your lifetime. Something to consider when you're deciding how much home to buy. A cheaper home is less risk. Stocks and bonds are great for long-term goals. We usually think retirement, but also maybe for other long-term goals, like saving for education or starting a business when you get out of the military. For this, stocks and bonds are great because their value generally goes up over time and they're easily bought and sold, usually without much cost to it. And they appreciate and they're liquid. But remember, their value is volatile, so that's why they're best for longer term savings. We didn't talk about bonds much. Overall, they're liquid. They are less volatile than stocks, so they're less risky. They appreciate So the the value generally goes up faster than inflation, but not as fast as stocks. Many people who have invested in stocks for a goal like retirement or education shift some of their savings to bonds as they get within a few years of needing that money. Bonds are kind of the Goldilocks of assets for a midterm goal. And then again, there's cash. It doesn't keep up with inflation, so you don't want to sock all of your money away in cash, or you'll find you'll be able to buy a whole lot less with it in the future. But it really is the king of short-term need-it-now assets. It's available anytime and its value doesn't change. And probably most important, it can give you peace of mind. You know it's right there when you need it, especially for an emergency if you've got it in a savings account with a bank that's FDI insured. So that's even better than keeping it in your mattress where it could go up in smoke in a fire and be worthless. And coming back to things again, what is the value of a dream realized or an incredible memory or the value of charitable giving? That's for you to decide. The most valuable things in life aren't necessarily the physical objects you surround yourself with. But of course, you can't physically live in a dream and you can't eat a memory. So this is just some food for thought as you look at your budget, whether you're saving money to buy something later or looking at where to spend your money day to day. Does how you spend and save match up with what you value? How can knowing the characteristics of different assets we talked about help you decide? And lastly, will it help you sleep well and live your best life with few regrets? I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast and tune in next week where we continue our look at net worth and discuss the down and dirty about debt. Thank you for joining today's podcast. Like to find out more? Visit us at moneypilotadvisor.com. Let's team up and land your financial life.